just a pelvic exam. We all got one. <laughs> we all have a vagina. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yes. Men do too until like what the third week of life. No, they. Yeah, but they don't have piece. a vagina that disappears. Yeah, but that was a literal intake. Think a little further into it. <laughs> okay. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the bundle of hers. All of us, Lean, Harjeet, Bushra, and me, Margo, are in studio today. And can you guys believe this is our 30th episode? I mean, what mm. what have we been doing with our life? <laughs> we're, a podcast, we're seasoned professionals. Yeah. yeah, I know. Is my voice sound better? So, totally. <laughs> so it's the end of our season one for Bundle of Hers, which is also really exciting and emotional. I'm so excited. Yeah. Not really emotional, but exciting. <laughs> emotional. I think we've done great things. Point of today's episode was for us to reflect back not only on the podcast, but on um, second year as well, because we only have two and a half weeks left of second year officially. Mm-hmm. Yikes. And then boards are coming up. So we're ending our season now. That's emotional. That is emotional. So let's just jump into it and let's talk about, let's talk about our favorite memories from second year. Bush, you've got a big smile on your face. You want to go first? (laughs) Um, my favorite memory or one thing that sticks out to me is the first day of class, second year. I just feel like we're like, you know, we know what we're doing at that point. Everyone was like super excited to be back. And it was, it kind of set the tone for the year that everyone was excited. Everyone was happy taking pictures, seeing each other again after like the summer off and ready to get back into it. And I think for me, the reason why I like that memory is because I had so much more energy back then and I was so like ready to do work and stuff like that. Even from a social aspect too, like yeah. we had, we spent a lot more time together. Yeah. Not necessarily studying, but actually like hanging yeah. out. Yeah. Not Agreed. so stressed about boards coming up and the yeah. end of the school year and all these other things that we're worried about starting, um, third year in a couple of months. We hit our stride by that point. Totally. Um, I think my favorite memory, well, I have two. Um, one is like educationally was, um, in my brain and behavior unit. I actually did really well on a quiz and got a score I never thought I could get. And I think, um, as I discussed in episode 14, English as a second language, how I really struggled with taking standardized tests and like, I didn't know if I could achieve a good score. And even though I didn't get the highest score, but I got a really high score compared to how I usually perform. So that was a really exciting moment. I think the thing is, it's really hard for me to quantify a single memory that was so exciting, like with my friends and stuff. But I really um, I feel like I've grown a lot with you guys, both in ways where I've had to look internally and change a lot of bad habits that I have. Mm -hmm. And also like, moving forward and growing and like learning from y'all so i think that's the other thing that really was fun this year yeah what about you lean what's your memory or memories that stand out to you one of my favorite memories has to be it was towards the end of crnr so it was like november ish and you know that's like really high burnout time i guess because finals anyway so i was walking past administration and tom who is one of the administrators in student affairs um he says lean can you come in here for a minute and I'll, you know that's that was kind of <laughs> I was like, intimidating oh, okay so i went and i sat down and he's like um yeah just stay here we're getting dr stevenson who's the dean of student affairs and we're getting one day I was like, oh my gosh, what's going on? And he's like, yeah, and we just had a committee meeting. And committee in med school means like, the you're place getting you kicked get- out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I knew this was going to happen. 
So I sit there. I like stood up and stood at the door and I'm like, I'm not sitting down. He's like, lean, just sit down. I was like, no, you can't get me in this room. You can't do anything to me. <laughs> and he's like, lean, just sit down. Anyway, so finally they convinced me to sit down. And so then, you know, financial advisor, Wendy, she walks in and she sits down as well. We're like, we're just waiting for Dr. Stevenson. I'm like, this is the end. <laughs> I was, it was a very nerve wracking situation. And then Wendy, she's like, okay, well, doctor, they call him and Dr. Stevenson's like, he's not going to make it. So we're just going to tell you. I was like, okay, I'm ready for the bad news. Like brace myself, have the tissue boxes in front of me. <laughs> and they're like, well, so it's really unusual, but we would like to award you a scholarship. It was a very emotional roller coaster. <laughs> I went that, from like the yeah. lowest to the highest back to the lowest to like utter confusion. But it so, makes sense why you would be anxious. I'd be like, can you just tell me? You I can't just tell me to come into this yeah, room. I stood not up and I was like, I'm, I'm not entering the room. <laughs> so <laughs> I had my backpack on and everything. I'm like, I'm not coming in. <laughs> yeah. Lean Tom did, was like, lean, just get in here. I was like, no, <laughs> it was so yeah. great to see how happy you were after that. Mm-hmm. And for me, I think, um, I don't maybe have one specific memory, but like Bushra was saying, or like at the beginning of school, um, my memories are kind of just all the times that we spent together socially, not related to school, not hanging, not like hanging out and studying, but like going out after tests to lunch oh, and yes. hanging out and just having conversations that had nothing to do with medical school. Right. And I think those are the memories that took me through the year and like when I think back on second year that's really what stands out to me is the how much our friendship really grew and you know developed throughout this year and that more than anything has made the biggest impact on me I think we talked about you know um really being confident I think was a big theme of our podcast this year um whether that was in like body image through social media or in even dressing for an interview or mm. speaking your mind and speaking out. And I think I've learned from each one of you how to use my voice, use my power and be a stronger person. So I think that not only did this like academic year make an impact on me, but you guys probably made the biggest impact on me. So yes, thank you for that. I love that. <laughs> um, what impact or lessons did you guys learn from this year, either academic or just like own, in your own personal growth? Um, I have an academic growth yeah. situation and it's kind of been happening maybe the last couple of months mm-hmm. where everything is coming full circle because, you know, we learn everything in systems, right? But like health and medicine affects more than one system. And so I find myself when I'm like looking back and studying old stuff and then comparing it with what I've learned in, in whatever unit I'm in, like it comes full circle. There are Every system, systems interact. And so once you see something once, but you completely ignored it before, Mm -hmm. and then it like kind of is important in whatever new unit that you're in, you're like, oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. we did touch upon that. Why did I ignore it? Yeah, (laughs) And it's just like, it's kind of the coolest thing, too. And then just kind of like going over questions and then getting a full understanding of diseases and disease mm-hmm. processes. And then the coolest thing I will say is like looking back at old material and like thinking, why did it take me forever to understand yes. this? Mm-hmm. Like I was like, was I dumb before? <laughs> but, or, and, and then it's like, you realize you need to go through the pain of mm-hmm. learning. Dr. Morton the other day said learning should hurt a little bit. <laughs> yeah. You, so you need to go through that in order for it to be easier and in, in order for you to actually like learn and understand something. And that's something that I've 
grown to appreciate, although sometimes I'm just like, you know, annoyed. But, you know, in the end, it's best for us. Yeah, I think that's really interesting that you say that, Bushra. I've been having a similar experience, but I think it's a testament to how much we have learned in the Mm -hmm. last two years. And if you look at like a micro snapshot of one day or one week in a unit, it feels so overwhelming and like we're not learning Mm -hmm. anything. But then now almost two years into medical school, if you look back when we're doing multi multi organ practice problems for board, like everything is just coming together and you you step away and you're like, wow, we just learned so much. And it's so cool that we did that. Although it was painful. Yeah. And we still have a lot to learn. And that's what, you know, that's why medical school is four years. But like in the last two years, the amount of information that we've learned and understand, like that's a huge feat. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think a lesson that I learned was um, simultaneously staying in the moment, but also understanding your place in the bigger picture. Because I think having both of those at the same time is like really hard to achieve. It's something that I feel like I've learned to appreciate. So like we discussed in uh in the past that, you know, sometimes it's hard to like you're feeling like you're burning out. And so it's important to see the bigger picture. But I think when sometimes you're so focused on the bigger picture, you, you're not present in the moment and learning everything you can in that space. Mm-hmm. So I think um, because of the amount of stuff that we have to balance in our life, be it personal life, be it academics, be it extracurricular, having so many things going on at the same time, but really appreciating each moment um, has forced me to like do that, be mm-hmm. present, but still know that I'm doing all of this for a bigger reason. One lesson I learned this year was you have to be more confident in your knowledge, even if it's wrong, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, I like that. I think that was a big lesson and a really hard one to learn this year. But Mm -hmm. I don't know, the more I shadow, the more, you know, doctors ask you questions on, you know, when you're shadowing and in CMC and in our clinical class. And, you know, they're like, what do you think about this? And it might be totally wrong. But I realized that, you know, before it used to bug me a lot. But this year it's like, okay, that now I remember why I was wrong, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you can build Mm -hmm. upon that. And you just got to, you can't let that break you down. You got to grow that thick skin on top of the thick skin, right? You got to wear that heavy fur coat over your skin nothing makes you learn more than getting a question wrong publicly yeah (laughs) so true in front of in front of your mentor or the person Mm -hmm. you're shadowing or whatever when you get that wrong that question Mm -hmm. will stick in your brain forever and you'll never get it wrong again so true it's a learning opportunity it really is and we just kind of have to like blur things out which you know what i had a habit of doing that anyways (laughs) (laughs) but you know dr renner our neurologist um, course director one thing that he said that really resonated with me is when they're looking through applicants and interviewing applicants for residency Mm -hmm. he would much rather have the student that um, thinks verbally and thinks out loud than the person who thinks they know everything and only says one right answer that may not even be right so he basically he was saying if you are the kind of person even if you're wrong but you're stating your thought of process out loud he would much rather have that student because then he knows your thought process and what you actually do know rather than the student who's like got their nose in the book 24 7 and doesn't say anything until they have the right answer i think that is a really good point that you bring up lean is having confidence in, in speaking even if you don't think you know the right answer 
And you know, that actually kind of gave me a lot of confidence because from my background, I'm very much introverted. I don't speak out. And so one of my biggest fears actually going into med school was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get overshadowed so much. You know, I'm going to be the little person in the background. I always am when I'm learning. But then once I get into like a work environment and I've learned the material, I can apply it. I think that's where I do my true learning. Like, I guess I've always done it throughout my life, but it wasn't until med school where I truly appreciated being in the field of the stuff you're learning. I think in med school, as you know, we've had little bits of clinical experience throughout our two years, just really, really minute. But those instances are the ones that I like those cases are the ones I completely remember. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I know. That's awesome. Um, what about y'all? <laughs> So lean like you, I was, I'm also an introvert and I think in high school and even in college, I was very withdrawn and I didn't, um, usually like have that many friends for my own choice. Like, you know, I was just very introverted. I kept a small social circle and I wasn't very outgoing. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I really learned about myself this year, and I think, thank you guys for that, um, is that I've been like saying hi to people that I normally would, you know, just like keep my head down and walk by. And I think that I found like so much, um, learning and growth from that and just like opening myself to being friendly and not that I wasn't friendly before that I wouldn't want to converse with people but now I'm just finding those like interactions happen more naturally when even you just like wave to somebody in your class even if you've never talked to them that frequently just like a wave or like sitting as today I sat at a table for an hour with some of the guys in our class that I like never talked to but it was just like really cool. And so that's something I've learned about myself is that I can be like outgoing mm. and make friends or be friendly. Not that I don't think I was not friendly yeah. before, but like, I, like, you know what I mean? I don't know. You, it's hard. You just didn't go out of your way to like, yeah, engage, to engage. Exactly. Yeah. And I think what I've learned is that I actually do enjoy that. Right. Whereas before I think I didn't think that I would like it, maybe because I was unconfident, but now I'm learning to be confident and engage and mm-hmm. that it's not. So intimidating. But Margo, I also think like, I think a lot of times we like say we're introvert or extrovert, but the thing is with that word comes a lot of weight. And what I mean by the weight is that that's the expectations around it, right? Mm -hmm. So half of it is like deciphering who you really are and deciphering the word that was put on you. So true, Harjeet. That was deep. That was deep. (laughs) What about that one? Um, (laughs) So one thing that I've noticed that I've changed from undergrad and here is that I've developed a relationship with like teachers. Yeah. Because before I didn't really, (laughs) I didn't make any effort really. Um, And I think somebody actually mentioned this. uh, I had a conversation yesterday with one of our classmates. And he had the same like sentiment and I identified with that so much because teachers for me were like a resource and then developing a relationship I didn't really care for. But here I have made more of an effort and I feel like you can utilize the scope of their knowledge better. And then the other thing is administrators I would never, ever in a million years talk to administrators, but I feel like, well, here they make it a little bit more simple because they actually like know who you are. Yeah. And so like that made it a little bit easier for me to go and talk to them, but like mm-hmm. to just like, and, and not necessarily talk to them about anything serious, but just Hi, have a conversation because they're a person, you know? Yeah. So that was an interesting insight that I've gained. You've grown, You've grown, grown so much. From. <laughs> Yeah. I like grow a lot. Harji, what about you? Um, something that I learned about myself that I didn't know before is 
I actually have more patience than I thought I did. And which might seem so counterintuitive because I know you guys are my friends and I always talk over everyone. And I always like am like I have a million stories to say (laughs) and my mind goes like crazy and crazy and crazy. But see, before what I would do is like anytime I'd be confronted with a situation I didn't feel good about, I'd like internally just like die. Like I just get so, (laughs) I get so nervous. I get so anxious. I'm just like, oh my God, I need to fix this. Like her Jeep needs to fix it. Right. But you know, lately I've been like, it's okay. Like it's okay to wait a week. Um, (laughs) I might eventually try to fix it, but I'm just such a, like, I want to fix everything. I want everything to be happy and like everything to be fun and no, no, no. I just think like, I just want to fix stuff all the time. But I think one thing I learned that I didn't know before is that I actually can wait Mm -hmm. and I actually do have patience, even though to you three, it might not seem like I do, but I've seen that growth within myself. Like that's maybe something hopefully people will see in me further down along my like route of growing. Mm -hmm. But um, that's one thing that I've learned that I actually have more patience than I thought I did because I always thought I was an impatient person. So Harjeet and Lean and Bush, I think we've all, like, as we stated, we've all grown so much. Um, and now we're faced with boards, this hurdle. Um, but then we get to start third year rotations. And so I'm just curious what you guys think your strengths are, what your expectations are, um, about your hopes and dreams for third year. That's, (laughs) I, yeah, loaded question. Ready? Go. One thing that I guess I'm really scared about, but I think I've worked on this entire year. I think in the beginning of the year, I spoke about how in general, my entire life, I've had low self-confidence and I wouldn't speak out. So I think I've been working on that in medical school and I would I, I see a growth in myself. I feel like I speak my opinion and not only to my friends, but even to like people in our class that I I'm, I don't have a deep friendship with. But I still feel like I express myself. I'm still a little nervous about that next year is like speaking out, even if I'm wrong, like the lesson that Lean learned this year, even if you're wrong but you're at least saying something Mm -hmm. like that's something that I'm nervous about, but Mm -hmm. I think I'm ready to grow in. All right, Busher, what about you? Strengths, expectations, hopes, dreams, worries? So I will never claim to be the smartest person, but something that I do pride myself in is that I work hard. The other thing is I feel like I am good at building rapport with people. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. (laughs) Um, which is a skill that I've had to develop over the last couple of years because, you know, it's hard to like go into a new place every four or eight weeks and, you know, like find yourself in a new team and being expected to kind of gel with that team. That's a hard thing to do. And so that skill is going to come in handy because the last thing that I want to do as a medical student is get in the way do something stupid that will like derail the whole process for sure. And so I want to volunteer myself. If they ask for a volunteer, I'm going to put my hands up and say, I want to do it because like learning by doing is so important. That's the whole, like that's why you're in third year is so that you can have as many of those experiences as you can um, while you're a medical student and are under supervision <laughs> totally, uh, and do those things and how, what are better, is there a better way to learn than doing? I don't think so. 
Um, so that's what I'm excited about. And also, like, I get to talk to patients and interact yes. with patients. Real patients. Real patients instead of, like, you know, staring at a question bank yeah. and, and learning from a book. So those are the things that I'm looking forward to next year. Lean, what do you think about next year? Um, I think I'm actually really a lot more excited once we get past boards. Um, because I feel like work has always been my environment. I've never been happier than when I've been in a work situation. I'm excited to finally leave the sitting down, studying all day and finally putting it to practice, actually seeing the presentations. I think that's going to be a strength for me in the sense that I learn more when I'm on the job, kind of. So um, expectations, I... So one thing I hope to learn going into third year is trying to get my uh, my social skills back. <laughs> I feel like second year and first year have just took those right away from me. Um, and I don't know. I think it's going to be kind of weird being placed into a whole new hierarchy, you know, and, and trying to get yourself to accommodate to that and not do anything stupid or say anything stupid. Mm-hmm. But and not in the terms of like educational. I think that that's different. But I think there's a culture that I have yet to come in to interaction with Mm -hmm. and I'm gonna it's gonna be a culture shock for sure and I think especially with no medical background that's one thing I'm gonna have to get used to but I'm hoping that my strengths in being put into a work environment will help me overcome that and make it easier for me to be okay with failing in the cultural shock aspect so I can learn from it yeah Mm -hmm. so I think I'm I'll start with the negative and then go to the positive for me because I think I'm most worried about the time constraint like we don't yeah a lot of third years they don't get weekends they are in the hospital for 36-hour shifts, so I'm worried about sleep because I value my sleep a lot right now. Um, I'm worried about, you know, how much time I will be spending here and to not be able to have a lot of the same social interactions with you guys, with my husband, my family, that I have enjoyed these first two years. So that's kind of what I'm worried about going into third year. But um, things that I feel like I'm s- strong going into is I'm coming back to my introverted strengths here where I feel like I can be a fly on the wall and like watch what yeah. everybody's doing and then pick it up really quickly and see where somebody needs help or like a, the line in the process that may need an extra hand. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm really good. Like you were saying, Busha, is like where your knowledge may not be strong, you are a hard worker. And I feel like I can do that. I can yeah. see where somebody may need help and I can go and help. And I may not know what the patient has or what drugs they need, but I can definitely help aid that, that flow of the system. Um, and I'm most excited, like all of you have mentioned to learn, like, like I learn best when I'm doing and, and actually yeah. seeing these patients and to just actually talk to patients, talk to doctors, talk to residents I know. and it's not be, be so, so nice. isolated in the classroom. And I've, I'm really excited for that, but I do expect it will be a lot of hard work. It will be draining and we will be tired more so than we have grown to be tired this year. But I think um, it's going to be exciting and fun and nerve wracking and draining all at once. Um, and so I hope that you as our listeners have really learned about our experience as a second year. And we hope that you tune in for next season when we talk about our third year experiences. We've really enjoyed having you um, support us. We couldn't do this without you. So thank you so much for all your support, all your comments on Instagram, all your comments on Facebook. We will be posting things on Instagram and Facebook at Bundle of Hers throughout the summer and well, hopefully a little bit while we're taking boards, but don't blame us if you don't see too much in the next month. <laughs> um, and I think we're also really excited to explore um, the new dimensions of this podcast because it has allowed us to grow a lot as well yes. and kind of seeing what that new year brings, that new season brings. Yes. So stay tuned for season two of Bundle of Hers. And in the meantime, check us out on Instagram at Bundle of Hers or on Facebook. 
Thank you all for listening. I love you all. Bye-bye. <laughs>